Welcome, everybody. This is the People Like Us podcast. I'm your host, Gerald Mays. And my name is uh, Chef Roberto. And we are here to talk to you about all things health and wellness. Oh, yeah. So this is episode one, right? Zero, technically. Zero. Yeah, we did. And, you know, we wanted to take this opportunity to really just talk and explain why we're doing this in the first place, you know? Right. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Chef Roberto. Uh, well, I've uh, been in the industry for just about nine years now. And um, I guess I could say the way I ended up here was uh, obviously, you know, thanks to you. I uh, got some coaching from from Gerald and uh, my my journey through nutrition has been a very roller coaster one up and down, up and down, fluctuating. But eventually this uh, curiosity of nutrition kind of got me going and I went down this little rabbit hole and, you know, here we are sitting next to each other. So, uh, I mean, that's kind of what it is. Huh? That's kind of what it is. Yeah, that's I how mean, we ended up here. My journey in this started maybe 15 years ago. Uh, I got out of the Marine Corps, thought I was going to, you know, assimilate back into society with a job because everyone loves former military personnel. Mm. And that was not the case, not the case at all. Actually, it was quite the opposite. Um, it was very difficult for me to get a job. I fell into a bout of depression, mm. and that led me to go from 177 pounds at the time to right around 285, 290, almost 100 pounds I gained in that year's time. And then it from was the military. Yeah. And then it was the process of me losing the weight that ultimately sparked this like fire in me. So I, oh. I trained with two people. And those two people helped me lose the weight. And I knew that day, you know, that I wanted to do the same thing for people that was done for me. It was like almost getting your life back, you know? Oh, so I, yeah, I, know so that I went to school. I got a associate's degree. I got a bachelor's degree. I got a master's degree, two master's degrees and started training, started teaching. And my weight fluctuated during that time in my profession because I was spending more time teaching, coaching, training and not training myself and getting myself and sticking to myself. So my weight fluctuated and I felt that in my years of coaching, like people like you, when I met you yeah. coaching people is that we all kind of dealt with the same things, right? Like we, or very similar, very similar. Like, and I was not exempt because I was the trainer. Mm. So I wanted to kind of bring that idea and thus plus one was created. You know, and this is the podcast, you and I sitting here taking a very unique approach to exercise, training, nutrition, cooking, mm -hmm. and all of the things that, that surround it. We all know what to eat, but according to the macros, like I would never eat that on a consistent basis. So it just seems like the word diet or dieting is extremely difficult to wrap my brain around long-term. Mm. So that's the whole reason why it was integral to have you here. No matter what the diet is, if you won't eat it, then it doesn't matter. So that's the reason why we brought you on board. And then we obviously have a dietitian to make sure that those macros count. Myself, trainers, coaches, chefs, dietitians, boom. We got it all. Plus one community is born all fueled by its community. And that's what we built on plus one. So what do you think? I mean, it, it going, you know, talking about nutrition and, and cooking, like how the importance of me being here and, and how it all ties together. Um, I do recall the, you know, one of the 
the first times when I went to go see you, um, I didn't know where to start. I, I knew that I had to do something. I knew that I had to change myself, you know, in the, in the, in the culinary industry as, as a chef, it's very hard sometimes to take care of yourself if you're really, really dedicated to the craft because in, in, in that setting, it's almost like, you know, if, if you work a regular eight hour shift, you're kind of considered like, oh, you're, you're just like a, a line cook, not really dedicated to the craft. I spent a lot of my time, like I, I would work my eight hour shift and sometimes they'd be like, you got you to clock out, especially out here in the strip. It's a little different, you know, as opposed to other states. But I, I would like go clock out and then come back and work for free because I saw that so detrimental to my career. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would spend an extra maybe four more hours. So it was like a 12-hour shift. And after like a 12-hour shift, you're like, oh, man, it was brutal. Some of the guys like, hey, man, let's go grab a drink. Let's kind of reflect on the day. Yeah, you yeah. go. And next you know, it's like 3 in the morning. You get home. You sleep for maybe a couple hours. And then... um get up and do it all over again. And, and after a while I realized, you know what, man, this isn't the life. And with, with all that going, like obviously uh, not sleeping well, eating very poorly, uh, uh, drinking a lot, definitely had a big effect on my body. I, uh, I believe when I went to come see you, I was, I was, I was actually up there like two eighty ish. Actually, yeah, I think that was my, my heaviest I've ever been. And, um, yeah, you, you told me I, I came in. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to be a little healthier, you know, kind of show me what how to eat and whatnot. I remember you gave me a little infographic, kind of mm-hmm. divide your plate like this. And at that moment when I kind of took that approach, I made some meals, right? And you remember that I showed you? Oh, yeah. And you know, you're trying to like, damn, like, this is really good. <laughs> like, this is good. And I think that's where that that kind of light bulb clicked for me where it was like, you know what? I can use the skills that I have now and put them to better use. You know what I mean? Not just nece- not necessarily... Um, you know, for, for cooking, Mm -hmm. but more for an approach of making sure that I make myself healthy meals, understanding that those skills are very useful with, uh, with nutrition. And, and that realization to me was just like, that was it. I think from there, I, like I said, it's, it's been up and now we try new things, new regimens, this and that. Yeah. I mean, we did a couple of things today. I mean, we made a orange chicken recipe. Oh, that was, that was pretty good by the way, guys, a video of, uh, how to cook moist chicken because mm-hmm. that's key. So like, I think there's, the, there's just so many cocks to this overall health and wellness idea. Right. Right. And we like to focus on very specific parts of it, right? Like whether it's, Oh, I need to cleanse or I need to be keto or vegan, or I need to be a crossfitter or whatever. And I believe that, you know, all of these practices, they're just like tools, in the tool belt, you know? Okay. And if you are able to utilize these tools appropriately, then you can ultimately achieve overall wellness without stressing yourself out. Because if you identify as just keto, then it's hard when you, you see a plateau in keto or you need to make a change because you realize that keto is driving your cholesterol numbers up or something like that, which happens in, 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 in a lot of people. It doesn't happen in everyone, but it happens to some people. Or you've been reading on instagram or whatever that keto is the way and then you try keto and four days in you get the flu which we mm. call the keto flu oh i didn't and, know that that's crazy <laughs> and you're like super discouraged so and i think that it, it, it kind of goes back to a conversation you and i had about you know learning more like the more you know the better cook i think that's what you said right oh yeah the course. more you know the better cook you can be so if you know how to sharpen a knife and you know how to tend to your tools and they're always prepped, then it makes for easier chopping and easier prep time and things like that. If you know how to cook rice properly, if you know how to do some of the small things, then you, when it's come time to put a meal together, 
then it becomes super easy to do. Right. And I think that's the same approach that I take with exercise. If you take, if you take the position that it is easy, right. Mm -hmm. And that you just need to know more then I think you'll, excuse me, you'll be able to accomplish much more. You know what I mean? So accomplishing things or knowing what to do in certain situations, like that all comes from learning. And that is essentially what plus one is about. We want to teach our members how to take care of themselves, how to tend to themselves, what works for them personally, not necessarily what is trendy at the time, you know, what Instagram says you're supposed to do, what Facebook says you're supposed to do, what diet or detox or 30 day challenge you're supposed to do, but what actually works for you long-term. And I think there's a handful of things that you need to take into consideration when you're trying to figure out what works for you long-term, right? I believe your tastes, like what do you actually like? Because no one wants to live a life that and to and do things that they don't like to do. Yeah, they'll be more prone to kind of fall exactly. back on it and stuff like that. Exactly. However, there also needs to be, this would be number two, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, there also needs to be a part where you understand that you can't just do anything, right? Think of it like money. Okay. Right? Yes, I make enough money to where I can buy whatever I want, right? I have that choice. But at some point in time, the money runs out and then you don't have money for the things that you actually want it or you actually need it. Think of that. I look at health the exact same way. Hmm. You can eat whatever you want. You can spend your days laying on the couch. You're doing absolutely nothing. But when your son or your daughter wants to go outside and play in the park and you don't have the energy for it because you didn't invest in that part of your life, then you're going to lose out. And what we want to do is create a scenario in which people win. I really that's like the that key. That's, it, that clicked a lot right now, want, for sure. I want you to win. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, yes, you're supposed to have fun. This is life. Yes, you're supposed to go out, have a few drinks with your friends, but you can't do it every night. Don't indulge in it. I exactly. Guess. Don't. You can't do it every night. Mm. Yes, you're gonna have to have some sort of balance, and I think that's kind of the thing that you and I have been like really driving home with oh, each yeah, other as we hold sure. each other accountable. Is like we looking. We're looking for balance. And balance is key. I mean, I, and I think going back to balance, I mean, it's like, that's essentially for everything, right? Yeah. I mean, even in cooking, you know, even in, in real life in general, your, your well-being all around having balance is very important. Like you said, I mean, we, we touch on that topic a lot. Yeah. Every, and, and, and that's another thing that I really like about everything. I just made this realization where cooking, nutrition, fitness, almost everything, it's all, the process is very, very similar you know, even with, uh, with life, like how we, we said, um, making sure that, that you're well, not just physically, you know, not just, you know, make sure that you're eating well, but also mentally, also financially, like all these things require balance. Exactly. Because it doesn't matter if you have six pack abs, but you can't pay your rent. Mm, right. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you can buy a Ferrari, but your children hate you. You know what I mean? So like balance is key to health. It's not just macros. It's not just looking good in a dress for your wedding. It's not just, they're all components of it. Don't get me wrong. They're all components of it, but it's not, it's not just that. Mm. And I think that's the key to this whole thing, making sure that you're doing the things that 
provide you with the things that you want in the future. You know what I mean? You want to be able to retire at 50. It, that may mean you can't buy a Ferrari today. You know what I mean? It may mean you can't buy a camper, which is something that I want to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Buy because camper. I want to do this. So mm-hmm. I have to, I have to take a different strategy. But what if like my son needs to come up with $30,000 to go to school, right? right? And I need to help him, but I spent all of my money. So now I don't even have that. So it's, it's just, it's just so much. There's so many pockets that we should be working to improve because it's beneficial for our lives. Right. So would would it be fair to say that, I mean, how is it that you came to this realization? I guess like that balance is key. You know what I mean? Because I, I think about that a lot. I mean, it, I didn't know that. I, I struggled with that a lot, like tremendously. It was a very difficult role. So what would, what would you like suggest like how to... Uh, Maybe elaborate on that more. Like, how did you learn that? Where did you learn that balance was key? Uh, did someone being, teach that being to you? supremely unbalanced and almost losing everything. Ooh. So, like, I look at it like building pillars. Okay. If you don't build them equally, then it tips over. Right. Right. So, at one point in time, I didn't have a job. But my home life was great because I just devoted all of my time to that. Mm. So when it came, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have a job at that time. I'm in between job trying to go to school, you know, trying to take care of things. My wife is taking on the responsibilities of, you know, starting a home daycare. And I'm like the greatest dad in the world because I'm always there. Mm. You know what I mean? But like our finances are freaking dying. You know what mm. I mean? Then there's another part in my time where like my finances are like through the roof. But like now I'm relying on the finances to cover up me not doing the things that I would like to do as a dad. Ooh. So instead of taking my kids to the park, right, I'll give them money and take and drop them off at Dave and Buster's. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm, so so having balance is like a it's a very it's no different than bu- bl- blending or building flavors that you do every every single day. OK, right? it's like if you rely too heavy on salt then your whole meal is trash, right? Salt is still good, but now you've overdone it. And that's kind of how I viewed my own life was like, I'm making all of this money, but my wife isn't happy. My children is, aren't happy. I'm not happy as a person. I don't feel fulfilled in what I'm doing, mm. you know? So like, it's time to go back to the drawing board. I think the key to, to, to understanding that is that I think there's a lot of people out there who have been in that space, but don't know how to, don't know how to reset or are too afraid Ooh. to reset. Do you know how scary it is to leave a high paying job, paying you six figures to do your own thing? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's pretty scary. You're doing it right now. I'm, I'm thinking, well, I mean, thinking about it right now, it is, yeah, it is scary. You're doing it, it right now. I am. We are, we are doing you know it right now. So like I left a, a six figure job to build this because this brings me fulfillment and part of balance is having fulfillment. You know, I'm able to bring my children into this. Like our, one of the community pictures that are on our website is a group picture and my children are in that picture and my niece, Hmm. you know? So like, I'm able to like bring my family in this, like you get to come here during the daytime, right. And you cook a meal and they've never, my children have never actually had like a chef prepare a meal (laughs) in front of them. That's crazy. Outside of like Benihana's, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like. That's a big deal. No, that's crazy. It's a huge deal for them. 
So and, and and that's why I keep every now and again you hear me say you need to bring your daughters over here. You right. need to bring your daughters. You need to bring your daughters. We're trying to because get this is a family thing. So I think having balance in general, it starts with being out of balance, unfortunately. I wish that people would hear my voice. You know what I mean? Hear what I have to say. Don't fall in the same traps that I fell into. And just search for your balance now. So, however, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it normally doesn't happen like that. I can remember people, older people telling me, find your balance because balance is key. It doesn't matter how much money you make because you can't take it with you. Mm. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember a guy telling me the thing that I, that I care about the most is what are people going to say at my funeral? And I was like, well, who cares? You're dead. Why does that matter? Because it I mean, says, because it, the thing is, everyone goes up there. And they say something nice, hmm. even if the person was a piece of crap. And I want people to go up there and say something nice about me because I was hmm. not because it's my funeral. I see. And I was like, okay, that touched that, that it that touched me, but it didn't touch me enough to like give me really the change. Oh, okay. The only thing that got me to change is my wife was like, Hey, this, this thing ain't happening no more. Hmm. Like things need to change. Now, <clears throat> I know we, we touched on the topic. I was like, uh, as to like why people find it scary to leave a six figure job to start something they, they really, you know, want to do. What advice would you give, you know, those people who are looking, you know, to come out of that cycle where, yeah, they're making great money, but the rest of the life is not really fulfilled. So they don't feel unhappy. Yeah. They're making great money. You know what I mean? But what, what would you say that helped you that kind of got you out of that? Um, I think the biggest thing was like, what is great money? What is great money? Yeah. What do you mean by like that? What is great money? Like I'm working, mm. you know, 12, 13 hours a day, Monday to Sunday, seven days a week. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm turning over somewhere close to $7,000 every two weeks. It's great money. Right. Right. But I can't spend any of it because I don't have time. Mm. I can't even go on vacation. Right. Right. I remember going on my 10 year anniversary anniversary to Hawaii. And spending the first day, the first like half of each day working. Really? Yeah. You were working? Yeah. Well, I was working. I've worked outside of this past year when we started working plus one. Mm -hmm. I've worked every single day for five years. Wow. And, I, and for three of those, I had two separate jobs. So I was running health coaching at MGM and I was running uh, uh, an online program as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'd be, uh, I'd go get up for work. I'd get up, I'd go meet my, my buddy to work out. We'd work out, get to work. I'd leave around three or four. I'd go home. I sit in my office and I work until one, two o'clock in the morning, get up the next day and do it all over again. Damn. And then you go outside one day and you see your children and they're like big. And you're like, holy crap, where, where'd you come from? Mm. Do you pay rent here? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't wait for that day to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you Sorry, know, kids. but you know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you learn that because I think there's a veil, like when we're doing really good in one area, mm -hmm. like there's a veil over our eyes, like our lives are good because this is good and people can see this, but everything else is just falling apart. Mm. You know what I mean? Like everything is falling apart. And it was the day that I realized like, I'm going to be alone and have money. Damn. But alone. 
because my wife deserves someone that's going to be there. My kids deserve someone that's going to be there. And who am I to tell them that they can't because I'm too busy? Mm. You know, it's heartbreaking when your son comes in here and he's like, dad, can you do this with me? And I'm like, no, I have to work. And then you hear him go outside and tell his sister, dad can't come out because he's always working. Oof. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. And I think that, and back to, the, to make sure I answer your question, like those are the moments that you get to make that choice. And most of us, we skip past the moments because our ego, our, you know, like our pride steps up and it's like, and I did this for a long time. I'm doing all of this for you guys. The reason why we have all of this is because of what I do in here. Mm. But these kids don't care. You know? Some of my happiest days were in the poorest. Damn. Because I didn't have no choice but to pour into them. Mm. And now, you know, now we're trying to get back to that. You know what I mean? Like we've been, it's just a process. Like we're not in the middle of it right now, you know? Right. But it's a process, you know? Like we're, it's a process trying to get there. It's a process trying to rebuild some of the last four or five years of me not being around and working hard and just dealing with, you know, just working and like basically ignoring my children. But it's in those moments that your life starts to show you what you need to do Mm. and who you're harming. And if you care enough about those people, then you will make that choice. You will make that change. And that's the thing. I mean, like you said, like the way too much drinking, I, I struggled with that too. Like that was my coping mechanism. You know, I already have PTSD from the military. So like you, you, you combine PTSD, slight depression with some sleep apnea, you get a full fledged alcoholic. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the thing, man. Like you just, you wake up one day and you say, I need to be better because I deserve better. And everyone around me deserves better. I could definitely, I, f- I feel that on that. I, I, what I could say for myself, it was almost similar to, you know, like hearing your kids, you know, say that dad works too much. Uh, you know, I co-parent. So, you know, I have my kids on the weekends, you know, obviously, you know, communicate a lot with uh, the mother of my children and all. Uh, but there would be some times where, you know, my career was always put first in front of them. You know, when I got promoted to a sous chef at Joe Robichon, to me, it was like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is a a dream come true. You know, all my life, it was just like cooking, cooking, cooking. I love it so much. You know, I want to be the greatest chef in the world. But, you know, touching back on on, on balance, that was my my dream, you know, was was just just being a chef. And I put being a chef over being a father first. And, uh, yeah, that was just the recipe for, uh, I guess, uh disaster i realized that when since i only have my kids on the weekends you know so there'd be some weekends i was off like wednesdays thursdays and sometimes the chef would be like hey you know what uh so-and-so said they're not coming in um we need someone to come in i'm like well you know i i took a position as a leader so i gotta i gotta leave and there'd be some some weeks where i you know i'd come my kids and just be like hey you know what dad has to has to work i won't be able to pick you guys up this weekend and after a while, I was doing that. Um, you know, one day I think we went to go get out. We took to get ice cream, I believe. And I told uh, my little daughter Sophia, I was like, "Hey, you want to get your favorite ice cream, strawberry?" She's like, "Oh, that's not my favorite flavor. Like, oh. Who told you that?" And I'm like, "Dude, that's always been your favorite flavor. Like, since I remember you were little." But realizing that, like, dude, I I, I don't know my kids. Like, I don't know their likes. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know their favorite movies, their favorite color. Like, to me, I was like, I'm like, whoa, like, 
I don't, I don't know that. And they're my kids, you know? And I think for me at that moment is when I was like, all right, something's got to change. Oh yeah. Something's definitely got to change. I think that whole, uh, talking about balance, you know, I think that little realization I made there, I didn't know what it, what it, what it was, but I knew that something had to change. To change. Yeah. And it's a, it is the scariest thing in the world. Change is trying scary. To, trying to change is this, this is literally the scariest thing. Yeah. It's you not know? an easy thing. No. I've, I've, I mean, you struggled. I've struggled. I could personally say I've struggled a lot, a lot. But it is, I believe it is something definitely well worth it. Yeah, and sure. it, it's a work in progress. I'm still mm-hmm. working on it. I'm still trying to get better. You know, like I would have, like five years ago, like I knew that plus one was always something. It was always in the back of my mind, like not necessarily named plus one, but it was always in the back of my mind. You know what I mean? Five, seven years ago, I was not mentally ready to do what I'm doing right now. Mm. You know? I just wasn't ready to take on that responsibility. And I think now, like that, now I'm getting there, you know, to take on a responsibility, not of just the community that we built, but the employees, the Mm. people who work with us, you know, like I have to be, I have to always be looking out for them as well and not just me. And that's kind of more of a, fatherly not 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 saying that I'm anyone's father but like it's more of a maternal role you know what I mean like a protector of the castle okay you know it's like and it's and there's a deep care that goes into that like there's a deep care that I have for the members of our community there's a deep care that I have for you right and and and, and your outlook I don't you know like I have a care for you know Crystal our dietitian and Ben our our head coach you know, like I have a deep care for the things that they want to accomplish in life. You right. Know? And I think that's the key. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the key to this whole thing. So like to wrap it up, <laughs> it got really heavy, right? Like right. I didn't know we wasn't expecting for this to happen like this, but we, we went with it, it did. And this is what happened. So I think the key is don't be afraid to make those hard changes to improve the life because you only get one of them. Mm, exactly. You know? And I think that's that, that definitely hit hard, hard home, too. You only get you, one. You only get one. This is it. You don't so, get a retry. You don't so get a forgive reset. My, forgive my French, but uh, don't live that shit shitty. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like that. Don't live a shitty life. Yeah. You have the choice today mm. to make it however you want. So I would empower everybody out here either watching this on YouTube or listen to this on all of the streaming platforms. Choose today to make the life that you want to live for the rest of your life. Ooh. Choose it. Because today is your choice. I like that. That's a good way. And we'll end on that note. So we thank you for listening to episode number one, technically zero. <laughs> <laughs> of the people like us podcast because what we talked about today is exactly what our podcast is about people like us dealing with the same issues that we deal with and we're no different because we are because we got degrees or we do whatever right we're the same at the end of the day we're all built this program and this community for people like us which is you so We'll catch you on the next episode of the People Like Us podcast. I'm Gerald Mays. And I'm Bro Higuero. And you guys take care. See ya.